And immediately the cock crowed, and Peter had remembered the word that Jesus had spoken. Good morning, Christian America. This morning, we discuss Peter's denial of Jesus. But not only Peter's denial of Jesus, we discuss our denial of Jesus. Scripture, my friends, as we've reiterated this to you numerous times, isn't just a collection of stories that sort of relate to our lives. Scripture exactly relates to our lives. The trials and the struggle and the obstacles that we face today are the same obstacles and struggle that the apostles, the followers of Christ, have faced since he walk the face of this earth. Let's discuss that this morning as we get the weekend started off right. If we, as we get ready to go into this weekend with our friends and our families and our community, let's bring some scripture to our lives. Let's bring some scripture into our daily lives. Let's bring the word of God into our minds, into our hearts this morning. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That is the Christian American community on all the social media platforms. That is this podcast, the Good Morning Christian America podcast. That is the Christian American t-shirt company at christianamericantees.com. That is the ebgsolutions.org, where we provide financial education to everyday households to provide a path forward uh, towards financial independence, financial freedom, and financial success in general. We come to you today as we come to you every Friday, as we end this week right, we want to end it with scripture, just as we started the week. We started the week with scripture on the podcast. We want to end the week uh, with scripture in this podcast. Today's podcast, today's conversation circles around Peter's denial of Jesus. We've covered almost the entire book of Matthew. We're on we're in the book of Matthew chapter 26 today, continually going down bit by bit, snippet by snippet, not even covering an entire chapter, but in co- but covering just portions because scripture is so rich, it's so deep, it's so uh, it, it involves so much of us that it seeming we could talk seemingly endlessly about the wisdom and the knowledge that scripture has uh, for us, that, that it has to offer in our lives, and that it has to offer in the lives of our family and our friends, and the way that we communicate with one another, the way that we live with one another, the way that we commune in the deepest sense with one another, the way that we should love one another as we love ourselves, the way that God loves us, and that we should love Him back, and that we should imitate that love He has for us, for our friends, for our families, even for our strangers, and, and even for our enemies. Not because I say so, because who am I? But because Jesus says so, and he is the savior of the world. That's where we come to you today. That's what this podcast is about. We as a Christian community here in this country need to come to the realization that scripture, my friends, is wisdom. That the tradition that scripture has provided us over 2,000 years in the New Testament and probably 35 
hundred years or so, go, going back to the Old Testament, since the beginning of time, these these stories, these messages, these examples, and the example that is documented, that is revealed in the life and the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ. What that provides us today in 2020 is invaluable because you can't find it anywhere else. You can't find true wisdom anywhere else. You can't find good news anywhere else. You can only find a world of lies. You can only find a world of deception. We can, you can only find a world of division. You can only find a world of hatred. When all the good-for-nothing news that is out there, with all the trash, with all the garbage that is uh, proliferated online, on the, on the TV, on the radio, doesn't matter where you turn, it's everywhere. It's everywhere and it's sickening. And it's proven that it's sickening because it's making us sick. It's making us mentally ill. It's making us psychologically ill. It's making us emotionally ill. My friends, it's making us physically ill. You see that in with the anxiety levels and the depression levels and the suicide levels and the opioid abuse levels and the alcohol alcoholism levels. It's poisoning us. It is making us sick. There's only one healer. There's only one doctor. There's only one person that can set things right. And that, my friends, is Jesus Christ. It, it's, there's no other way around it. There's no sugarcoating it. He is the healer that can heal us. We will never be healed as a people. We will never be healed as a nation. We will never be unified anymore. As long as we have a side and a particular group of people that continue to trash our Lord and Savior, that continue to try to rid this country of its foundation, the bedrock, the cornerstone, the cornerstone of our individual lives, the cornerstone of our collective lives, the cornerstone that built this nation on the idea that we are all equal because God makes us all and that Jesus, Jesus Christ came to, to save us all. He died for us all. He sacrificed himself for us all. Not for a particular race, not per, for a particular group of people, not for a particular uh, religion, not for a particular anything, but for all people that would accept him. It's just what we believe because it's the truth. Jesus is the truth. While people argue amongst which argument is true or not, truth is revealed in one person. And that one person's life on earth and that person's life and the way that he lived. Hence the truth, the life, and the way. All of them collide in one person, that is Jesus Christ. In today's passage, I'm going to talk to you. I'd ask you to turn to your, the, your Bibles, the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 69. If you look back just briefly to, to verse 31, Jesus foretells that not only will all the disciples be scattered, the sheep will be scattered. But specifically, when Peter challenges, his, challenges that thought, he goes back to his teacher and he tells Jesus, I won't let you down. I won't run away. I won't deny you. Jesus tells Peter that you too, my friend, you will deny me three times. 
before the cock crows this night. And so a few passages later in this same chapter is what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to read it to you so you understand it fully. And you're going to, and then we're going to talk, discuss what it means to us in our lives today. So if you turn your book, your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 69, it says, Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. Remember, last week we discussed how they arrested Jesus and they, they've taken him away. And they all scatter. And Peter is following from a distance. And this is uh, where we pick up on this passage. It says, now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. One of the maids came over to him and said, you too were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it in front of everyone saying, I do not know what you are talking about. As he went out to the gate, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, this man was with Jesus the Nazarene. Again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. A little later, the bystanders came over and said to Peter, Surely you too are one of them. Even your speech gives you away. At that, he began to curse and swear, I do not know the man. And immediately a cock crowed. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken. Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and began to weep bitterly. My friends, this is not only Peter's denial. This is our denial. Both the book of Matthew, the book of uh, Mark, and the book of Luke all recount this. All recount this scene. Mark's is pretty similar to this, except they, they, uh, they, they kind of hone in on Peter as a Galilean. In the book of Peter, or excuse me, in the, in the book of Luke chapter 22, there's a moment, Luke recounts a moment where once the cock crows, Jesus turns and sees Peter. They make eye contact. And Peter remembers when Jesus foretold of his own denial earlier that night. Peter denies the Christ, even though he said he wouldn't. He was so confident in himself 30 passages ago, 30 verses ago, a couple hours ago. He was so confident. This will never happen, Lord. I will remain true. Who would have doubted him? Who doubts ourselves? We stand here today in 2020 in the confines of our own home, in the confines of our own church, in the community of the people that think like us. And we say to ourselves that if I were Peter, I wouldn't have denied Jesus. But yet you are so fearful in your place of work. You're so fearful in your place of schooling. You're so fearful in the supermarket or the public square. You're so fearful to mention his name, just to merely mention his name, not to mention that you are with him and you stand by him. This is not just Peter's denial. It's our denial. 
We deny Jesus when we deny his teachings. We deny Jesus when we subvert his message to fit our own agenda, to keep our own selves safe so that we can have self-confidence in ourselves. We deny Jesus when we subvert his word. We deny Jesus when we pretend what he said we didn't hear. I'll say that again. When we pretend what he said we didn't hear. Now, what do I mean? How many times does Jesus talk about the little ones? How many times does Jesus talk about murder and, and following the commandments and to love one another and to take care of these little ones and that no one should harm a little one, a little one of these little persons? He talks about in uh, Luke 17, at the beginning of Luke 17, about being a stumbling block, encouraging those to sin. How many people of us, how many Christians, big quotes, are out there preaching sin and saying that it ain't so? Encouraging people to sin all while claiming Jesus. Encouraging abortion all while claiming Jesus encouraging the desecration of marriage all while claiming Jesus, encouraging promiscuity all while claiming Jesus, encouraging pornography all while claiming Jesus. How many people do you know, maybe you yourself, this is our denial. When we justify sinful actions, and, and don't repent, but try to justify ourselves. We deny Jesus. And we do even further damage when we go out and try to encourage other people to do the same. We have people that are justifying adultery as something to be looked, looked up to. We have people that are desecrating the sanctity of marriage. That God provides us, that God grants us. In the second chapter of Genesis, that the two become one flesh. Bound by God. I'm not making this up, am I? Am I the only one that sees it? I don't think so. So it's easy to sit in the comfort of our own home, in the confines of those who think like us, to read our scripture and say, well, hell, I'm saved. I'm saved. Really? Are you now? Because if you look at what Jesus says, you're saved by your faith. But scripture also says faith without works is dead. Paul says that you are saved by, your, by, by the grace of Christ Jesus so that you may not boast, but that you can then do the works that he has laid out in advance for you. So yes, you are saved through your faith. But Jesus says, if you want to be perfect, Jesus says to pick up your cross and follow him. Jesus says to make believers of all nations. Of all nations. James says that faith without works is dead. Paul says that you have to do the works that God has laid out in advance for you. Again, I ask you, I ask you to question yourself and your own motives or, and your own life. Are you denying Christ today? Are you scared to speak out in the name of Jesus? Are you scared to speak out for what he stood for? Are you scared to speak out for 
the unborn? Are you scared to speak out for marriage? Are you scared to speak out for family values? Are you scared to speak out for religious freedom? To the freedom to sing, to literally sing today in 2020 in your own church. That's been taken away from us for many people out there. And guess what they do? They sit quietly and don't sing. They deny, they deny praising of their own Lord through song and worship. Peter's denial is not simply Peter's denial. Peter's denial, my friends, is our denial because we fear the world. We fear the people in our communities. We fear our own reputations. We fear not getting that promotion. We fear what people will say about us. We fear how people will make us look. We fear of being outcast. We fear of being mocked and criticized, ostracized, marginalized. Well, my friends, guess what? We already are all those things. So you might as well pick up your Bible and stand firm in the belief that we are called. Stand firm in our faith because only our faith can save us. Only our faith can drive us to do the works that God calls us to. Think about that this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I ask you to think about that. Think about how you see our leaders reacting, our church leaders, our Christian leaders. How do they act in 2020 when faced with ridicule, when faced with public embarrassment, when faced with the, uh, with, with the woke culture, with the cancel culture? How does your Christian leadership respond? Do they stand strong? Do they hold to their faith? Do they hold to the biblical values? Or do they fold? Do they deny Christ in front of the world? Do they try to justify themselves in their lukewarmness? Book of Revelation say the lukewarm will be spit out because you're neither hot nor cold. We must make a decision. You must make a decision personally what will you not tolerate? When will enough be enough? Or will you continue to stand idly by as the world continues to pull our faith apart? As the devil continues to drive wedges bring false teachers, sow divisions and hatred and jealousy and lust and envy and power into our communities. When is enough going to be enough? When are you going to make the decision not to deny Jesus? I ask you to think about that seriously over this weekend. Look at your family in the face. Look at your children in the eyes. What kind of future do you want to leave for them? What kind of memory do you want them to have of you? 
as someone who stood up for principles, as someone who stood up for values, and not just any principles, and not just any values, but the values that Christ gives us. The values that are held in Scripture. Or do you want them to remember you as just someone who went along to get along? I ask you to think about that this, this Friday. I ask you to think about that this weekend. And I pray that the decisions and the outcomes that you've come up with will allow you to stand firm in the full armor of God and stand up for him, for our faith in him, in this against the world who would have it desecrated. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed weekend. Have a wonderful, joy-filled, splendid weekend, glorifying the goodness of God, glorifying the goodness that God has, and then the blessings that God has given you. Because without him, we are nothing. We are nothing but sinless creatures, but with him and faith in him, seeking him, always praising him, worshiping him, singing about him, with him, anything is possible. All things are possible. If we don't believe that, then what are we doing? Do not deny Jesus. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, continue to support the Christian American uh, community. Continue to support us and follow us and share us all the content, all the Christian American content on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube, this channel. If you're watching this video, hopefully you're watching it on the YouTube channel or on the Facebook page. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian America podcast. That's also the audio only podcast. You can find that anywhere that you have uh, other podcasts uh, that you can subscribe to. Subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends. We need more scripture in our lives. We need a Christian American community that is engaged out here, that is on the forefront out here. While the world is attacking us, while the devil and his friends are attacking us, we need to be able to stand strong in our faith, stand strong in the faith in the, in the one that we should have faith in, and that's Jesus Christ building ourselves a strong community centered and focused on our Lord and Savior. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed weekend. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Good morning, Christian America.